Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chauhan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Starting with a brief on the matter concerning permissibility of subclassification within SCST reservation. As you know, a seven-judge bench has been hearing the case and today was the third day of the hearing. The matter was referred to a seven-judge bench by a five-judge bench in 2020. The five-judge bench had observed that the judgment of the coordinate bench in E.V. Chennaiya versus State of Andhra Pradesh, which held that subclassification was not permissible, was required to be reconsidered. Today, senior advocate Manoj Swaroop began mentioning about heterogeneity within castes. He said that there will be differences among races, castes and groups, which is called heterogeneity. Homogeneity means there is an understanding that the constitution has placed them similarly in the same category. He said, when it comes to including or excluding groups, there is no room for ambiguity. The state does not have a say. It's solely the parliament's responsibility. He explained that state governments will gather new experiences, which will then be submitted to a commission. This commission, as established in Article 338, is a constitutional body created for this purpose. The commission's report will then be presented to the parliament, state legislatures or the president. Ultimately, the president acting under Article 341 will make the final decision on inclusion or exclusion. The CGI today remarked that in India, there is no caste officially named SC. When we use the term deemed, it means that the constitution considers certain castes as scheduled castes. It is likely the constitution is placing these diverse castes into one category called SC for legal purposes. Justice Trivedi further said that the term class is used deliberately, not caste or tribe. The focus is on ensuring adequate representation for the backward class as a whole and not any particular caste. Senior advocate Sanjay Hegde also argued that the constitution makers did not delve into the specifics of how untouchable each group was. Neither the court nor the executive nor the states have the authority to alter this classification in any way. And he said this principle formed the basis of the Chennaiya judgment. The hearing in the matter has concluded today and the judgment has been reserved. The Parliamentary Standing Committee on Personal Public Grievances, Law and Justice presented its 144th report, which discusses Union Law Ministry's response to recommendations made for judicial reforms in the 133rd report of the committee. In its 133rd report, the committee had made 22 recommendations. In this 144th report, the recommendations have been categorized under four chapters based on the government's response. Chapter 1 is the recommendations accepted by the government. These include establishing regional benches of the Supreme Court across India and to publish annual reports by all high courts and the Supreme Court. Chapter 2 are recommendations not pursued by the committee. These include increasing retirement age of judges, performance evaluation of judges, etc. Chapter 3 contains recommendations reiterated by the committee. It includes social diversity in judicial appointments, post-retirement assignments and proposed staggered vacations to address backlog. Lastly, Chapter 4 contains recommendations awaiting government replies. The committee has proposed mandatory declaration of assets by judges. 
The Delhi High Court today expressed concern over unauthorized encroachments and constructions of religious structures inside the forest land which are not protected by statutory authorities. The court was dealing with a plea seeking that ancient monuments, particularly Ashik Allah Darga in Mehroli, be protected from demolition. Going through the petition, the bench referred to photographs of some structure and said that it was a fresh construction. It added that the ASI suggests that a structure is sacred, then the court will direct the same to preserve it, but no one can be allowed to stay there. The bench of acting Chief Justice Manmohan and Justice Manmeet Pritam Singh Arora observed that there were enough religious structures in the city and the forest should be left to be restored. That any monument certified by the Archaeological Survey of India or the National Monuments Authority shall be protected but unauthorized constructions could not have any protection. It was further submitted that any demolition action would be taken only in accordance with law. The bench took the statement on record and disposed of the plea. In an important update, the Kolkata High Court has held that teachers in the state of West Bengal cannot seek refixation of salary due to having attained higher educational qualifications during the course of their employment in absence of any rules for such refixation. The bench of Justices Harish Tandon, Somain Sain and Kaushik Chanda held that a teacher with a higher or better educational qualification would undoubtedly be at an advantage for the educational institution and should not be deprived of benefits or increments, but the same could not encourage backdoor entry for teachers who have joined in the past graduate category and thereafter on improvement of their qualification claim higher scale of pay. It further said that state cannot be saddled with financial burden of paying enhanced scale to overqualified teachers when post for such appointment does not require those qualifications. Accordingly, the court answered the reference in the case in negative and held that the enhancement of pay on acquisition of higher qualification during the service career is dependent upon the relevant rules operating at the time of acquisition of higher qualification and cannot be claimed as a matter of right in absence of rules. The Supreme Court, while denying bail to a man charged under the UAPA for allegedly promoting the Khalistani terror movement, has held that mere delay in trial is no ground to grant bail in grave offences. The bench of justices M.M. Sandresh and Arvind Kumar observed that mere delay in trial pertaining to grave offences as one involved in this present case cannot be used as a ground to grant bail. In this case, initially information was received by the CIA regarding two persons hanging cloth banners near a flyover in Amritsar with the words Khalistan Zindabad and Khalistan Referendum 2020 written on them. In due course, persons associated with the organization, including the appellant, were arrested. The charge sheet was presented to the trial court in 2019. The next year, investigation was transferred to NIA due to the severity of the charges involved. According to the NIA, the accused had illegally received funds and channeled them through Hawala to be used to further the separatist ideology. The appellant was implicated based on a disclosure of statement made by one of the accused. At first, he sought regular bail from the trial court, which was denied on the grounds that there are reasons to believe that allegations were true. Before the Supreme Court, the appellant challenged his incarceration for over five years. 
He further urged that eight out of nine protected witnesses examined had not named him. The court was also of the opinion that the material on record indicated appellant's involvement in terrorist activities backed by members of banned terrorist organizations involving the exchange of large sums of money. Therefore, the possibility of key witnesses being influenced if he was released on bail could not be ruled out. In another update, the Chief Justice of Madras High Court, Justice S. V. Ganga Purwala, has assigned the Suo Moto revision pleas against the discharge of ministers in Tamil Nadu to Justice Anand Venkatesh. To give you a brief background, in August last year, Justice Venkatesh had taken Suo Moto revision against the discharge of Tamil Nadu Revenue Minister K. K. S. S. R. Ramchandran in a corruption case. The allegation against Ramchandran in the said case was that he, along with his wife and friend, accumulated wealth disproportionate to his sources of income while serving as a minister between the years 2006 and 2011. Ramchandran challenged the Suomoto cognizance before the Apex Court. Earlier this week, the Supreme Court had left it for the Chief Justice of the High Court to take a call on who shall hear and decide the Suomoto proceedings. According to the current update, the Chief Justice of the Madras High Court has now assigned the Suomoto revision pleas to Justice Anand Venkatesh on due. The court has now decided to hear the petitions against KKSSR Ramchandran, O Panir Selvam and B Valarmathi from February 27th. Stay tuned for further updates. And lastly, the bench of justices Vikram Nath and KV Vishwanathan has held that panchayat members in Maharashtra who got elected from a seat reserved for SCOBC will stand automatically disqualified if they fail to produce the validity certificate from the scrutiny committee regarding their caste certificate within 12 months of the date of election. The court reiterated Section 10.1a of the Maharashtra Village Panchayat Act of 1959 which says persons desirous of contesting from reserved seats must produce the validity certificate from the scrutiny committee along with the nomination papers. In the present case, the appellant fought the Gram Panchayat elections as a reserved member. On 20th December 2020, on the date of his nomination, he applied for the validity certificate to the caste scrutiny committee. The 12-month period expired on 20th January 2022. However, he failed to produce the certificate, which led to automatic disqualification of his membership. Aggrieved by the order of the High Court, he approached the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has now held that he was not entitled to protection under Temporary Extension Act, as he failed to communicate the election result to the scrutiny committee within the stipulated time. Court also noted that no confidence motion was duly carried against the Sarpanch. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.